0: And now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. And today, Bloomberg Law hosts Jim Grasso and Michael Best discuss the latest developments in Arkansas's efforts to execute a number of death row inmates after the U.S. Supreme Court allowed the execution of Liddell Lee before life-ending drugs expire at the end of April. They speak with Robert Dunham, executive director of the Death Penalty Information Center. Robert, let's start with uh, what the Supreme Court did last night. What did they rule that allowed this execution to proceed?
1: Well, they didn't rule on anything of substance, but what they, what they said was that the executions uh, could go forward. Uh, they declined to review uh, the prisoner's challenge to uh, Arkansas's lethal injection protocol, um, which is the three-drug challenge. Uh, they declined to review... Uh, their challenge to the clemency process and they declined to review uh, the challenge to the execution schedule of uh, all the executions uh, in, a, in a very short period of time. Uh, they will still be conferencing a motion that was filed by all of the prisoners uh, challenging the, the entire execution process. Uh, so we'll have to see what the court rules on that. What they essentially did was uh, they refused to intervene, and they allowed the execution to go forward, and that was the five-to-four vote.
0: And it was along party lines. Tell us what Justice Breyer said.
1: His, the bottom line was uh, he thought that the execution schedule uh, was based on the expiration date of the drug midazolam, uh, and he said, uh, I've long been concerned about the arbitrariness of capital punishment. It doesn't seem to be much more arbitrary than this. Uh, if you are basing when someone gets executed uh, on when an execution drug expires.
0: Well, Robert, he was joined, I think, by the three other more liberal justices in sort of dissenting. Doesn't that mean that there are going to be four votes to review something here from Arkansas?
1: Well, it's hard to say. Uh, You would think that there are four justices who are interested in that. Uh, But when you look closely at the stays, uh, there are four who would vote to grant a stay. Uh, on some of the other issues, there were three and, and not four. Uh, but when, when you look at it, several of the justices said that they would grant a stay in order to uh, grant review, uh, and two of them uh, just said that they would grant a stay. So we don't know for certain uh, that they would have said, uh, let's hear the case.
0: That's Robert Dunham, Executive Director for the Death Penalty Information Center, speaking with Bloomberg Law hosts June Grosso and Michael Best. You can listen to Bloomberg Law Weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio.
2: Now among the top legal stories from Bloomberg Law, more problems are surfacing for Fox News. Seven black employees plan to join a racial discrimination suit filed last month by two colleagues. That's according to New York Magazine. The original lawsuit claimed that the network's longtime comptroller subjected members of Fox's payroll staff to racial insults for years. She was fired in February.
0: Here's a report that Israel will not extradite a bombing hoax suspect or a bombing hoax suspect to the United States. Israel's Channel 2 says the government has rejected a U.S. Justice Department request. The Israeli-American teenager is accused of making threatening phone calls to a number of Jewish institutions in the U.S.